Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, hold way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, Smart Mama. Thank you for joining us for this powerhouse episode with Jamie B. and Jamie C. They are two CRNAs who met through work, and they actually bonded on the treadmill before their work hours. But guess what happened since then? You're not going to believe this. In the past five years, these two smoking hot moms have grown a massive following of over 50,000 people on social media because of their consistent fitness and their dependability. They show up every single day for themselves and for their followers, and they're so relatable. They're not just full-time fitness fanatics. They are wives, they're working moms, and they are busy as can be and still making it happen. That's why the Jamies are so relatable. They tell us exactly how they transform their bodies after kids, and they share their coupon codes for their favorite protein bars. The most amazing advice they share is how to squeeze all of these responsibilities that you have into the same 24-hour period that we all have. And how to develop that routine that you so desperately crave. Enjoy. We want to know how we know you guys. How do we come across you? Tell us about who you are. All right. So we are CRNAs, of course. We met really through work. Right. Uh, she we, actually graduated with my significant other yeah, a so, year ahead of me. So I met her at orientation for the very first time when Michael was going to school. And then they graduated a year ahead of me. And then we worked together, what? About three years. Three years. Before we ever really had more than just, hey, how's it going? Kind of conversation. And then she invited me to work out with her. Mm -hmm. And we started started on the treadmill, basically. We bonded (laughs) on the treadmill at 4 a.m. in the morning before work. Like we were Uh, determined. We're going to get in shape. So, And then, you know, it went from, from that to Jamie was and went through her pregnancy and then we started kind of looking for something else like I got tired of the treadmill and elliptical so I found some strength training stuff to do and through that I was kind of encouraged to start an Instagram as this like facade basically like you can share your progress you can you know like uh, like a log yeah and just kind of uh, do that like uh, you know as someone else you can be someone else like nobody has to know who you are kind of thing and so between that, we started like right. recording our workouts. The day you came into the locker room and she was like, oh my God, I found this transformational one and we have to try this program. It's called BBG. So we're like, I'm like, well, okay, whatever, show me. And so it was, I don't even remember, I don't know who it was, it's, who the girl it's was, no but telling who it there was. were a couple of them and they'd all done this program called BBG. So we're like, okay, I'll try it. And then that's kind of like seeing those other girls, you know, put themselves out there. And, and we, we just started like sharing our own journey, right? We videoed our workouts in fast forward mode because we could not do anything. Yeah. Well, we started <laughs> the, the longest you could do a video was 15 seconds. So this is how long it goes back. So to, we would film our 30 minute workout, which is BBG was 28 minutes and we would do it in 15 seconds. And literally we would have a like, baby all on you the would floor see is like these two people going, you know, around, but anyway, we, we decided to share our journey that way and just kind of started growing because other people were doing the exact same thing. And we were connecting with people all over the world. And that's yeah, pretty cool when you um, can connect with people in Italy. And, and, and I don't even know how we went from like 150 followers to 50,000 followers. I don't even know really how that happened as far as just us putting our journey out there and just sharing, you know, what was going on. And I think uh, I know how that happened because you were both like, smoking hot and yeah. like you have great bodies like of course you have 50,000 followers well yes. I think that great. more than anything people know that we are we're dependable and we are going to be consistent and we don't let 
things get in our way. And if we do fall off, it's not for long and we get back. And we were, we were the, like the no excuse kind of people. We both have jobs. We're parents. Like mm-hmm. there's no excuse. Like you can get it done. It doesn't, it's not easy. No, you know? especially at first, but, but once it becomes a habit, it's so, and you, you look, you start to crave it and you uh-huh. want it. That's like your time to like, you know, just get that energy that you want to start your day with for us. Right. You know, we're morning, we work out in the morning. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that and that's fine. It's whenever you can get it done. I just find that y'all, you, you know, a long shift, you know, going to work for 10 or 12 hours. Like if I get my workout in, in the morning, like I walk in with energy, I feel good. You know, before I know it, it's noon and you know, just like, I just, my whole yeah. day goes better. And we both, I, work I think we kind of like bounce <laughs> off, off each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you know, we're kind of competitive in a healthy way. So yeah. that's, that's always good. But we're kind of, we've, we've worked out together for four years, over four years. It's almost like six almost, years. Yeah. Six we years. started in 2014. And I always remember that because you uh, had Macy look yeah. next year. Yeah. So. so she's been through two pregnancies with me. She's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> did you work like, out while you're pregnant? Did you continue it? She never missed a beat, hardly. Oh, yeah, girl. So. So what kind of workouts do you guys specialize in or focus on like high intensity training, yoga, Pilates? Like what do you focus on? We, we do a lot of strength training. We just, in the last probably two years have gotten really into more weight, weight training. And then we also really, really enjoy cardio. We both have Pelotons. And so we, we mix, we have a good mix of strength training along with cardio days as well. So the sweat app is what we use for resistance. And we started BBG, which is bikini body guide. And that's Kayla's program. Yeah. And it is more like plyometrics and like you know, high intensity, a lot of body weight exercises. We did that for two and a half years. Then we switched. Is this, uh, Kayla, it seems yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've heard of that before. So that's how you guys started. That's yes. how we started mm-hmm. her program. Cause she's and, like super fit too, right? Is she a mom right. too? Yes. She is a new mom. She's a seven month old, maybe years mm-hmm. old. Right, right. And then, um, so at the same time, one of our biggest like inspirations was who was also doing her program was Kelsey Wells. So Kelsey was doing Kayla's program. So we were following her, and she super, super inspired by her, just like her positivity, just her entire journey. Right. And, um, and she was and a new she mom. Is, she looks incredible. Yeah. So I mean, aesthetically, like she was like a goal for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she created with sweat, like with Kayla, she created her own version of a workout and it's called power and it's strictly weight training. So literally in the mornings, we don't have to think about what we want to do. We go yeah. to our sweat app, we click the workout we're going to do and somebody walks you through exactly right. how many reps, what to do, you, you know, all that. So do we don't like make up our own workouts or yeah. anything. We just follow a, a program. Is that a paid app? It is paid. I think it's like $19 a month, but if you buy like a year, which is what I do, it's $120. So it ends up being like $10. And there's like an endless amount of workouts. So there's all the trainers. There are four different trainers, depending on what aesthetically you want and what kind of training you like to do. You can pick from any one of the trainers, any of the workouts. So there are like, so if you want to do a quick workout, if you want to do a glute for focus workout, you know, there's just I mean, you'll, you'll never do all the workouts on the app. That's how many. Oh, I love that. And they always are adding to it too. So you like, you hardly ever catch up to the end, you know? And if you do, you can start a new program or restart it over because the thing with weight training is, um, you make it as hard as you want. Mm -hmm. So if you want to restart back at week one, you're just going to be a little stronger. You're going to lift a little heavier or do a little things, you know, different, but you can really do it over and over and never, you know, never stop like progressing with them, I guess. So I'm amazed though that you guys are like, you have 50,000 followers and you guys didn't even need to like go through creating your own stuff and like putting the time into making like a whole new program. Like you weren't reinventing the wheel. You were just like, here's what we're doing. And 50,000 people were like, I want to do it with you, which is amazing. Like how motivating that they are just there literally because you guys just motivate them to be better. We try to. We yeah. That's so hard because a lot of times we feel like we are saying the same things over right, and over. Right. Because that's what I, I told Jamie a lot of times. Like, I, I feel like I've said all this before. And the thing is, is I have, but then I have like 
20, 30, 100 new people that are looking to hear that exact same thing all the time. That and re, re-reminding you, right? You know, if you look back and see where she was like five years ago, you wouldn't believe it. Like you don't realize day to day. Like I mean, physically your body changed, but mm-hmm. also like you. I know you really like enjoy what you do now, oh, and yes, that's like very much so. You know, so like it, we have set up. My husband and I have set up an entire home gym in my house. If you'd have told me five years ago I would have ever <laughs> spent money on like gym equipment, <laughs> I would have told you. <laughs> But now it's like, I don't know, it's my hobby, I guess you could say. I enjoy it. I look forward to it. Right. And your daughter, her daughter is how old? My daughter is 22. Uh, she'll what? Be, what yeah. Wait, she's years or months? Years old? <laughs> me? me? You're, years old. Your, your daughter's? Yeah, my daughter is 22. And she's good. And years old. And she got a med school. She starts med school in <laughs> August. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. of her. she's Jamie is 42 and like, yeah, for for out there listening to our astonishment here, it's because Jamie does not look like she's 42 years old and she does not look Jamie, like somebody who has a 22 year old, maybe 22 months. That's what I was trying to decipher. Years. For all our listeners who are trying to understand our question. <laughs> Wait, she has started working out with me. That was one of the things I want to say is like, she's home right now waiting to start med school. So she has started working out with me in the mornings. She wakes up at 4 a.m. to work out with me in the mornings. And it's just like, that's how contagious it like, is. When people, when they, you know, not because she wants to work out, but she sees how, how happy, you know, that it has made me and like, the positive influence that it's had on my life. And, you know, it's contagious. Right. And you don't have to spend hours doing this, guys. Like, we, you literally can get a good workout in 45 minutes. And it's just about consistency. So she's got the what, 22 year old and I have a 20 month old and a four, almost five year old. So it's crazy because we are both in such different places in our lives. But I think that's so, the thing. Like we make it happen. And one account so. we represent like an infinite <laughs> number of people. You know, you have like the people who are raising teenagers or, or whatever. And then you have the people who are going through pregnancy or have small mm-hmm. kids or you know, so we kind of like show you literally that it doesn't matter where you are in your life or whatever, that you can do this. You can do this. And that's so take me back to the beginning when you guys got started, were you like, I know you met at the gym. So were you like consistently working out before you guys met and really started doing this Instagram page? Or were you guys both kind of like maybe a little more hobbyist and, you know, not as consistent and then having each other really helped you become consistent? Well, I would say that, um, I definitely was not as consistent. I would do like a month or two. I would go to the gym. I'd run on the treadmill, which is pretty much all I would do. Um, and then I might for the next month or two, not go at all. I think Jamie was always a little more consistent at working out. I live with a freak. I mean, he's been like, in the gym for 20 years. And, you know, I didn't, Oh, I didn't get up in the mornings. Like he would always roll out of bed at four o'clock and I was like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, and I, you know, most days I would run or do something like that, but he is just a machine. So he's always been like a very positive influence for me. But when Jamie and I got together, it's like we were able to kind of get that. And we got into a really good routine and we, and it made, it made like when my alarm would go off and I was really tired, I did have somebody that was expecting me to show up. So that definitely helped get me going. And that's one of the reasons why we record and we share stories on Instagram is because we know that everybody doesn't have somebody to meet and Mm -hmm. you know, you don't always have a reliable partner so we try to be that for like all of our people. And we get tons of messages so, from all over the world. Like, and we're constantly tagging like right. that 4 a.m., 4.15, 4.20, whatever time, like a little timestamp to show people like consistently day after day, we're here, we're going to get up and do it. And so many people have said like they're laying in their bed, they'll open their Instagram and they'll see that we're already at the gym and it makes them get up out of bed. Like, some, well, they're doing it. Some people will say that. Some people will be like, well, I feel like I just worked out. So just watching you. So good for the day. I mean, that's kind of what we do. We try to help, you know, be that partner. It's like for, a virtual accountability partner, mm-hmm. essentially. So yeah. you guys we, tell me about your morning. Do you just wake up to your alarm and go to the gym? Do you shower first? Like how do you squeeze in all the things you need to squeeze in before you go to work? Man, wake gosh. up. 
I usually wake up, brush my teeth, get dressed, and yeah, I'm out the door. the door for the gym. Now, right now, we've been, I've been working at home more, mm-hmm. but no, normally, so for the past several years, yeah. we're at the gym by like 4.15, so by 4.20 or so, we're working out. Our workouts are usually so, under an hour, right. mm-hmm. and so I'm back home before 5.30. I'll jump in the shower, change clothes, get ready, and back out the door. Usually I work before six. Yeah. So and mine like, is, we live like really yeah. close to work too. Like it, it takes less than 10 minutes. Mine's the same thing, except I get up a 20 month old and a four year old oh. and I'm like, come on, we're late. let's go, you know, in the car. So, so how, where do you, where do you take your kids that early? My mom. So oh. my mom is a saint. And of course, like she watches my little boy and she brings my daughter to school in the mornings because as a CRNA, like our cases have moved up. We yes. have cases starting at 6 a.m. now. Mm-hmm. At 6 a.m. Which we have 6 a.m. start at 6:15 and a bunch of 6:30 starts. So, so I, so I swear, if we told surgeons they could start it at three in the morning, they would. would be there. Yeah, I'm the same. I thought. What time? Were, do you up? Like to make all this happen, what time do you get out of bed? 3.42. Because <laughs> 3.40 would be too mm-hmm. early. Actually, 3.42 is what time I'm I'm in bed by 8.30. I was going to say, what time do you go to bed if you're getting up at 3.42? I'm not watching television at night. I'm putting the kids like, you know, 6.30 for the baby, 7 o'clock, 7.30 for my little girl. And I'm in bed by, you know, Michael and I are in bed by 8.30 usually. <laughs> Save my Netflix for the weekend. I'll binge on on the weekends. And it's definitely worth it to me to get up and just yeah. kind of shift that time to working out. And We shift our day, our entire day forward. Mm-hmm. And you're just exhausted before 9 o'clock. I, mean, no, I don't have any trouble sleeping or anything. So. Have you guys tried to do like after work or evening workouts? And how did that work out? I know you've settled on the morning routine. But I, I love to work out in the afternoon. We, um, we have occasionally when we get off when we happen to have a nice early day and we happen Which to get off about the same time. Right, about 2% just, of the it time. It used to happen a lot more. And now it seems like we're just so busy. Our schedules yeah. are opposite and it just doesn't happen. So there, there have been days more, especially since I've been working out at home some that I might say, well, I'm just going to sleep in. I know I'll be off early. I'll just get my workout in later. It's just, I'm not near as consistent. I'm more likely to talk myself out of it or I just have lunch. I need to wait. It's just, it's not as easy for me to get it done as it is in the morning. And it just seems like we are getting busier and busier. So our, our time in the afternoon, you never know when you're going to get off. For me, I have kids to pick up in the afternoon. We have swim, we have soccer, we have gymnastics. So your window there is just, it's mm-hmm. it's I can't be consistent most of the time. Unless I know I'm first out and it's a light day at work then, you know, then I love to go in that afternoon. It's truly nice. Yeah. It's your only time for yourself, right? Like it's your me time. Me time. Mm -hmm. Me time. Mommy time. Me time at 3.42 in the morning. (laughs) Hey, take it when you can take it. I I feel like I have me time at 3.42 in the morning too, but it's like me time sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure a lot of the the listeners, you know, that they wind down in the afternoons, you know, like or in the evenings when they're getting ready for bed, like that you put the kids down and you do that. Like for us, we just put it, we we're following almost right behind them. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and getting up early and yeah, you feel good when you, mm-hmm. when you're active in the mornings, mm-hmm. you make better food choices throughout the day. Personally, that's how I feel. I'm more energized. I mean, I'm always pretty much in a good mood after a workout. So right. it's worth so, it. Let me ask, sorry, Crystal. Let me ask one issue that I've always had working and I've never been a consistent workout person, but one issue that I've had is when I work out early in the morning, I find that I'm like, I need a nap by like 9am. And I think it's because I'm not consistently working out. And then when I do, it's like you push it too hard and then you're just, your body depletes itself and then you're tired. But like, what advice would you have for people who are trying to get started on this routine? Because it's really hard, I think at first to push through that initial, like you're getting up earlier, you're tired, you're using your body in ways that you're not used to using it. Like, like I'm ready for a nap by morning break. (laughs) Yeah. I would say to really work on your nighttime routine. I think that's going to be the key. If you want to start in, in the morning, trying to add something in before work, it's going to really start with your nighttime routine. It kind of um, do things ahead that you can do to allow yourself as much time in the morning, like 
you know, if you're, you know, have your lunch prepared, have your clothes laid out, um, all the things that you can do to inch away time that you need, that you would normally need to get ready. And that way you can shorten the, how early you need to get up to get this done. And also realize, you know, like one thing we, we all wear scrub caps at work, right? You, you don't have to fix your hair, you know, things like that. Like I used to probably fix my hair or wash it a lot more before work. Now I'm just like, whatever, I'm going to wear a hat. And, <laughs> So things like that, that I used to spend more time on that. Now I'm just given that time to doing something different and also fuel your body. So good carbohydrates, good proteins, you know, you nutrition is so important. And I think that's something like a lot of times you run out the door and you don't eat or, you know, whatever after a workout, that's, that's really important. You know, so you have that energy, you're, you're using that energy. So you need to kind of replace it. We try to get a good protein shake or something early and that'll kind of hold us you know, a little while and it gives you a good solid protein source and a little bit of carbs and it's easy and quick. And another thing I would recommend is James clear has a book called atomic habits. And that's a great book because he talks about when you're trying to start a habit, it's basically like if you want to start running, put on your tennis shoes every day at the same time, like you don't have to go out and kill it and do this. You know, I think a lot of people go and they just try to kill it, you know, do an hour workout and they're dead. Like work on just establishing the habit a little bit, 15 minute workout and just work on being consistent with it. You don't have to go and do, you know, this, you know, horrific workout. And you add to it as you get a little more used to it. And that's kind of what we did. BBG was three times a week, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And that was it. That was three times a week. So it was totally doable. If you go in and you go hard, you're going to end up like you're in rhabdo a few days later. You're not going to be able to walk. You're never going to work out again. So you got to take it slow. But I want to tell you guys a story. So I've been working out consistently for a little over a year and I just started adding strength training, but have been very intimidated. Okay. So I, I, at the gym, I joined this like group fitness strength training class. It kind of reminds me of what maybe what CrossFit would be like. I assume, I don't know. I've never been to CrossFit. So I get there and I walk over to where everybody is and there's two guys standing there and they're like, arms are this big around. I mean, can't, arms are hanging out like this and they're standing there and I was like, hell no, I'm not working out with these guys. No way. So I turned around and went into like one of the dance classes and I was like, no, you have to do this. You signed up for it. You're going to do it. Damn it. So I'm so intimidated. I'm going to work out with these like meatheads and I go back and they're gone and there's some other, but there's just guys. There's like four guys. So I was like scared shitless, worked out with these four guys. I literally ran circles around them. Never in a million years did I think I could do that. It was awesome. Yes, girl. Yeah. We did like a squat, a team squat challenge. Like who could squat the longest? I squatted longer, like by a minute. It felt so good. Yeah, Crystal. I know, but in my head, it's like, no way I could work out with guys. There's no way. Yeah. I up. I'm, I'm not good enough. That's where we differ, men and women. Like we, we just get intimidated. I think sometimes. Yes. Why is that? And that was one big change for us was changing to weight training versus the cardiac equipment, or even doing BBG, where we we found ourselves in this one little corner of the gym and we didn't need much equipment. So that's what we did. So when we were venturing off into the weight section, it was scary. We, yeah, we were often like, you know, I'm sure these people were like, get out of our way. But that's. Yeah. Where- Girls I think that's whatever. like where when we had the app, we knew exactly what we were doing. So we felt confident. Okay, we go get these weights. We do this for 15 reps, put it back, you know, and it has like an explanation on how to do the move. So it's like, okay, right. we'll figure it out together. I mean, and two of us, it right? didn't yeah. take before the guys were like staying out of our way. Like, <laughs> like you know, they knew, awesome. they knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, yeah. and it, I love you guys didn't start out as like these competitive gymnasts that just happened to find each other. You were already there. Like you said no. that you were kind of like, you want to work out together. You didn't know what you were doing. So like how long ago was this and how long do you think like your transformation has taken and, and it's taken to build this 50,000 people following? So we started in 2014 and I could barely, I don't even think I could run a half a mile. Like that's how, I mean, and I how can, many half marathons have you done? Now we've done three half marathons mm-hmm. together. So, um, it's just slowly. So we definitely slowly built this up. I was, I definitely never worked out with weights, never did any of that stuff. So started from, I would say almost like ground zero, like short of breath after, you know, 
10 minutes on the treadmill for sure to what we're doing now. So six years is how long it's taken us. And we started our Instagram account in 2015. So it's taken us five years to get to where we are with that. And have you done that just organically or did you guys like use any kind of service to help you grow? Um, you know, is that just because like really truly from people just watching you work out? Right. I think we did have boost of help. Kayla, well, Kayla posted her like five times. Kayla would reshare, like you, you attack her, like this is, you know, my before and after or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so she would reshare our pictures on her page. And so that would send us like, you know, tons of followers, like all in, you know, two days, you might get 4,000 followers. And to be honest, Jamie is particularly like, she's like a unicorn because (laughs) being close to 40, like you kind of think, well, well, whatever, you know, but she like was not, she didn't have a great fitness background before. Mm -hmm. And she showed that you can pick this up at any time in life. And I think, you know, wanted to have, you need representation of that age group of our age group, you know? So yeah. Jamie was always very positive. So I think that she really liked her for that. So she shared her. So she definitely helped boost our account. I mean, she has 12 million followers, so. But we never, we never worked with anyone. We, I mean, Mm -hmm. our, we always have joked like, you know, what are we going to do with this one day? You know, we will make something of it or whatever. My husband always says, when are you going to start making some money with this? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of time and effort and love into it. Mm -hmm. For really no re- no return. So you haven't made this into like a business. No, no, no. no really. This is like our like our time. Mm-hmm. Like this is how we get together, and it gives us a reason to hang out as adult moms. Right. You guys know that it's hard to spend time with friends and do things like that. So this has kind of been right. our excuse to have like a little Friday night, you know? Right. And we genuinely we- like to see women like taking control of their health and doing better and feeling good about themselves. Like we want to help. We, you know, and I, I mean, we would love to make extra money one day doing something, but it's just, you lose some of that authenticity. I think when you start right. with the, brain. and that's fine. And that if that's was, what you want to that do. That was one thing we always said from the start, we would never promote or suggest anything that we didn't really love. So mm-hmm. I think our followers have really respected that if we say we like something or we're trying or doing something like we really do because mm-hmm you know, we have no other reason to tell you about that. Nobody's paying us, you know, I'm not saying, I mean, they'll send us free stuff and we'll try it. And if we like it, then we'll usually share it. But if we don't like it, you may never know that they sent it to us. And we also don't do negative publicity either. Right. Somebody sends us something and we really don't like it. I'm just not going to talk about it, but I'm not going to say this is not good product. Yeah. So speaking of that, what do you guys use on a daily basis aside from protein shakes? Do you, do you recommend different supplements? Like what kind of stuff do you take that really helps your performance that you would say? Um, I don't know if anything I can say like for sure helps. I do put collagen in my coffee every day. Vital proteins is my favorite collagen that I use. Yeah, I think um, overall it's just getting up and getting it done. Yeah, every day. I don't know. There's, there's not anything, anything that like, helps, but one thing I will have to say is our G, that I was gonna say our G two G bars. Yeah, there's a, it's a brand and they are so good. Like yeah. I literally eat them almost every day. And order them, and they send us free um, and they, bars. They send us bars, and uh, we do have a twenty percent discount that we can offer to our followers. But I also order them myself because mm-hmm. they don't. Even what they send us is not enough to you know supply my entire family eats them. They're, we take pre workout, um, you know, probably what half the time. I take pre workout almost every day, and I think it's just a placebo effect. And I like it; it tastes good. <laughs> take what yeah. pre workout do you use? I use um, uh, WM Nutrition. It's just a, um, it's a little packet, so you don't have to put it in water or drink a, a ton of water with it. So you literally just open it. It's like a pixie stick. You put oh, it that's nice. It they, tastes good. It's like my little pick-me-up, and I usually take it on my way out the door to the gym. And you can look on their Instagram. They always have 50% off codes yeah. for that. So yeah, we um, Can you, can you share a code for the bars with our listeners? Sure. It's and where can they JBJC. It's so easy. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Send it to me, and we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we will. And yeah. where we can find it, too. Okay. They're good. And they're, they're really good. They're about 300 calories, which is kind of a lot. You know, you, you know, if you think if you're, I don't know, like if y'all do macros or anything, we kind of just 
over time, we've kind of figured out what works for us and the diet's always the tricky thing. I think that most people struggle with and want to hear about, but, uh, what you eat like half of that for lunch. Maybe. Yeah. And that's what I'll usually, it's very, cause it's, um, it's got a decent amount of fat in it and protein. So it's very satisfying and, and it's really good. So it's like my little snack. Like I'll, I'll keep one in my locker. I'll open it up. I'll go pinch off a piece when I have a chance in between cases or whatever. So I usually try to make it last throughout the day. But it's like a little treat. Especially that in the really afternoon. Like if you need an afternoon, which I'll have to have something. Like about little, it's 2, a, 3 o'clock, I'm starving. It's as good as a dessert for me after lunch or after, you know, before dinner. Yeah. yeah. So you touched on diet. Can you talk to us a little bit about, like, what you guys do? Do you, you know, ma- count macros like you said? Do you count calories? Do you follow a specific program? Kind of where you're at now versus where you started. So, so many people struggle, I think with diet. And this is a big thing on Instagram right now is like, I don't know. There's so much controversy with diet and it's like, we always feel like we have to be careful what we say sometimes because you don't want to, um, like there's, I don't know how the right way to say it. We, okay. Let me just say we've done every kind of diet. We did keto for a while. We, and which was great, but it's not something that is like sustainable. We lost a lot of fluid. It was great. We leaned out. It was like, this is awesome for a beach vacation, but we've kind of really shifted to uh, something that is sustainable. And we, we counted macros and I think mm-hmm. education is so important. No, knowing what you're eating. Uh, I don't know macros, but you know, there are people that kind of get obsessive about that kind of stuff and you have to be careful. There's a big thing now with the diet culture and, you know, you know, getting away from the diet and things like that, which, you know, I understand if people have struggle with that at all, like, and and that's the other thing we say is anything is ever negative to you on Instagram, then unfollow, unfollow, don't, you know, don't sit and beat yourself up because somebody is doing something that you don't like. Yeah. Um, But what we have kind of fallen into is just, we've learned so much from everything we've done. I used my fitness pal and documented just about everything I ate for about four years straight. Yeah. It's helpful to see that stuff. Mm-hmm. The numbers that I now I know, like I don't really do it anymore, but I pretty much know what I eat throughout the day. And yeah. just, just because I've done it for so long, I've tracked for so yeah. long. So I try to, to keep myself in a calorie deficit. Um, and that's one thing that I think I've learned from every single diet, no matter what you do or what kind of diet they all work because you end up in a calorie deficit at the end of the day, depending on what your goals are. You know, yeah, it's a math equation. It's like calories in, calories out, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so we pretty much try to maintain a, a protein goal around 100, 120 grams of protein a day. I think the protein goal, where I used to think it always, always like, okay, I need to restrict calories. I've shifted to, I want to build muscle. I want to, um, you know, meet a protein goal. So I'm trying to eat, you know, this amount of protein for breakfast, for lunch, for a snack and meet this goal. So it's not like you you don't feel deprived, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's been a big shift and it's made it so much easier and more pleasant and enjoyable. Than trying to just restrict yourself. And then just trying to, yeah, yeah. You know, like have this something that's not sustainable. And then you're like, Oh, how, you know, you always feel like a failure because yeah. 1200 calories or whatever your goal is. If it disappears really yeah. fast. <laughs> if you're tracking, it's like, Oh, so, do you guys um, do anything in terms of like, limiting or restricting anything i know that a lot of people no longer follow like restricting carbs or whatever do you carb cycle do you intermittently fast i can see you guys have your wine which is awesome so i know you didn't cut out alcohol um <laughs> we've tried carb cycling and like i, I said mean, i'm pretty sure that we've tried just about everything oh, yeah. that there is out yeah. there and there's been times that like i said we did we limited carbs when we did keto i no longer i, I kind of feel like i'm in a really good place right now because i no longer limit anything, but I have just slowly over the years changed the way I eat. Mm -hmm. So even though I don't like say specifically cut, you know, anything fast food or whatever out of my diet, I don't have it near as often as I used to. Or if I do have it, I make different choices than I would have a long time ago. So like I go to dinner, I may get like the grilled fish or grilled chicken or salad Versus where I may used to would get, you know, the cheeseburger and French fries or something like that. And not that I don't ever, like, I do have those things too. It's just the amount of time or how the frequency is a whole lot less. So it's just like slowly making changes over time that 
led me to where I am right now. And I'll eat like kind of lower carb throughout the day. So breakfast and lunch. And then at night, you know, I'll eat whatever I want pretty much. You know, if we want to go to firehouse subs and have a sub, I'll eat some chips with my daughter, but breakfast and lunch, I'm regimented throughout the week. I'm, I'm pretty much, it's like the same stuff over and over easy. The weekends, you know, everything in moderation. Kind of my rule is if I'm going to enjoy something good or not so good for me, I'm going to do it with my family. I'm not going to do it sitting at work at the table with my coworkers. (laughs) I'm not going to go to the cafeteria and get a cheeseburger. No, I'm going to wait in the week for a a crappy cheeseburger. Yeah, totally not worth it. it, I go to the restaurant that that makes these incredible cheeseburgers or whatever. You know, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy those kind of things with my family, not just eating out of, uh, that's all I had to choose from at work. So yeah, I think eating out, you know, that's like a big thing, you know, with us working as much as we do convenience food, eating out. And I think that's where you can kind of like, if you can prepare anything at home, that, that makes it just that much better for mm-hmm. you. And it's hard because, you know, you're coming back from soccer practice after a long day, a 12 hour shift or whatever, you don't feel like cooking, you know, like I'll, but I'll get my daughter, maybe chicken nuggets and we'll go home and open up a can of peas. Mm-hmm. So I don't let her have French fries like every single day. I mean, and that's up to the individual, what your goals are, but. And that's, that's so, exactly what I stand for is like balancing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to do. We don't totally restrict ourselves from doing anything specifically, but you do have to have some guidelines. You, yeah. You, but you, you also, you can't do that every day and expect to, yeah. you know, have progress. So. And your body teaches you, at least I found that what fuels you and what you know, doesn't because you feel like a bag of trash, you know, after you eat trash. What I think happens is that you just get used to feeling like for some people you get used to that and it just progressively spirals kind of out of control and you don't even realize it's happening because it's such a slow process. You know, you start eating shitty and, and you, you know, it's just one thing after you feel bad and then you're sluggish and then it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's a vicious cycle. So, you guys have developed some really awesome, like healthy habits. And it sounds like this has been a journey in evolution. It didn't, you didn't wake up one day and start doing all of this all at once. So how can our moms and our listeners start implementing healthy habits? Like what tips do you have for how to start making these changes and incorporating them into your life and having them stick so that you can build on that? Um, one of the first things, and I would, I would recommend for someone to maybe track and I'm not saying start tracking, you know, for a year or anything like that. I'm saying track, say pick a month and just for the first week, just go through your normal day like you would and track everything you eat. And it's going to be an eye opener because it's going to be an eye opener. How, like when you go grab this piece of candy or you pick up this on the way home from work and all that. And when you like add all that together, you're going to realize just how much say, you know, how many calories you, you take in. And then the next week, try to try to pick one of those parts, breakfast, lunch, dinner, one of those parts that you want to change. So I would say make small changes and try to do that one thing for a couple of weeks until it becomes like a habit for you. Like say your breakfast. So I'm going to start doing this healthy thing for breakfast and I'm going to see, you know, where that gets me through the day and then do that for like, you know, a month and then start working on your lunch. And that's what I say. Once you get, cause habits is where it's all, it's all accountability habits, all that. And then so, um, even the social media, uh, if you follow people or you want to start your own account for the accountability aspect of it, it helps, you know, to have positive influence. I think Jamie and I always had each other. So we're constantly bouncing things off each other. And how was your day? How much water have you had? You know, what are your protein goals for this week? So that kind of helps too. So, right, yeah. so try to connect with someone with similar goals. Because you're going to, to get to a point where you worked 50 hours that week and you feel like shit and you are tired and you don't care what you eat. So you need somebody. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the support system has helped us. And just ha- or having that positive influence that like inspires you to do better or to restart after you have a crappy day because you're going to have crappy yeah. day. So how do you like 
kind of forgive yourself or like, cause I know it's really easy to like fall off the wagon or like fall off the treadmill. And then mm-hmm. it's, it can be hard to get back on again. If you're like, Oh, I've had a terrible week and there's, you know, some big thing happening in your life. And then how do you try to think about that is I'm only two weeks away. Say I had a bad week and I just ate like crap. I didn't get my workouts. I mentally tell myself you're two weeks away from where you were. So I'm giving myself two weeks to kind of slowly get myself back on track, whether it's yeah. with the workouts or the diet. So I always tell myself like if I've fallen off, if I've, I'm not doing good, if I've, if I'm sick, if I don't feel good, you're, you're just two weeks from where you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. If you mm-hmm. can just do like, get yourself back on track for two weeks, then you're going to be good to go. And that's just kind of like the way I've kind of told, you know, always worked with myself and be like, you're, you're not, you're not total failure. You didn't undo what you've been doing for the past, you know, four years. It, it, it does yeah. not go away with that. It, you do this hard, you stick with this for two weeks and you're going to be yeah. right back on track. Because okay, ladies, this is, like 99% mindset Mm -hmm. and positivity. And what we do is we beat ourselves up. We feel guilty. And then we go and do, you know, we'll, you know, binge eat or do whatever. So don't do that. You know, like, okay, I had a good night. Just, you just have to move on and get back on track or whatever and set, you know, set goals for yourself. And And that's another thing we do is we do try to set goals Mm -hmm. and we don't usually stick with them very well, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) matter Like that we've had a goal to do pull-ups for like five years now, (laughs) you know, it doesn't matter because we still are constantly working on them a little bit at a time. You know, it's just the thing is set goals, get yourself working on something, you know, trying to, Mm -hmm. you know, push yourself. I think say them out loud, say them out loud, profess them the world because if you do that you're more likely to stick to it that's what I mean that's what I've read at least <laughs> someone once told me that toddlers when they are trying to walk fall and fall and fall and you encourage them to get up get up get up or like kids who like aren't good at math you encourage them to keep going and for some reason when it's us like as women this is moms you don't give yourself any grace and you screw up one time and you're like oh, I suck and it's over and you just quit. So we just have to literally hold ourselves to our toddler standards and they keep going. Even though they hear the word no, like a thousand times, they just keep, keep going at it. They keep um, trying so to get those crayons from the cupboard. <laughs> you keep trying to girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know that uh, eating well and working out go hand in hand, but trying to implement all of these things all at once would be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So if our listeners are like, okay, I really need to, you know, do something with my health. I really need to take this seriously. Where do you start? Do you start with, like you said, tracking your food or does that come second after you, you know, just make it a point to like do a 15, 20, 30 minute workout where you can and try to just start making it a habit into your day? I think that if you start with the workouts, if you start with the workouts, trying to make that a habit, like you said, 15, 20 minutes, it doesn't have to be long. And even if you're just walking, you're going to be, oh, say you say you do this for 30 days, then you start really paying attention more. It's easier then to start saying, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have this. I've been doing all this work and I feel better. Maybe I don't want to eat that for lunch today. Or I want to have a healthier option instead of, you know, because, you know. So I would say the people who are physically um, unable to maybe start with the workouts, maybe they're overweight or they have a bum knee or something like that. I try to encourage those people to start with your diet first. Like try to, you know, start, you know, hone in on that. But the people who are physically able to get out and do something, Mm -hmm. I definitely think that if you can implement that and get the habit of that, the food will come easier or the, it's never going to be easy, um, but it will become easier to start paying attention to what you're doing and wanting to make a, you know, change. When you feel good, like I I find that like we go do a heavy leg workout in the mornings. I get to work. I've, you know, I've had maybe a protein shake or some eggs or something. I get to work and they have donuts. Like I've already fueled my body with something that, you know, I'm satisfied with. I did a great workout. I really don't even crave a donut. You know, if I really wanted one, I'll have it. But, you know, a lot of times you don't. It's weird. You don't don't even even want it. 
and that's changed just over years. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to explain and it. Like but. I said, and some days it's that weak moment and that just looks <laughs> or if that's incredible. what you want. If it's a good donut, just, then you, you just it. go get it because you're like, I had, I just burned, you know, 400 calories at the gym. I can have the donut if I want to have a donut. But it's just, it's just a mindset where you get to where you, you really want to do better and you feel better. And it's just a cycle thing. Um, but like I said, either way, pick one to work on first, whether it's, you want to do your diet or you want to do the exercise, right. just pick one and try for 30 I think days. What we did when we first started where we did the workouts and maybe mm-hmm. one thing. So like I, I weaned off diet drinks or, you know, colas or something. And then it was like one little small thing trying to add more water Mm -hmm. or, you know, more greens and kind of like that. And the more you can add that's positive versus feeling like you have to take things away, the better you are. Yeah. And my, I always, um, I just, I didn't, I didn't bring my lunch. I would just eat in the cafeteria and it usually was not a very good option. So that was probably the one thing that I did first was I started, um, meal prepping, even bringing just it's something as simple as the sandwiches and crackers or something like that. But just, I was in control of what I was eating at that time of the day. And those small changes over a long period of time make a huge difference. Yeah. What, you know, just eating like what you eat for lunch. Like I look around in the cafeteria and it's like, you know, people are just in a hurry and they, you know, don't have, they don't make the time to make their lunches or, and you know, it's like fries and a hamburger every single day. And that's, that's okay. You know, every once in a while, but if you're doing that every single day with every kind of, you know, every meal, you know, it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not just nice food, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You pay the price for convenience, both in the amount of calories that you're taking in and it's costing you more money to go eat in the cafeteria than to bring your own food. Right. Totally. So you guys are so inspiring. I mean, you've given us some great tips and I've been very honest with our listeners that this is not a strength of mine. I, I've just never been really into working out, but uh, you know, each time we have somebody on here, I take away something, you know, that I can implement into my life. And I love the idea of making just a small change, just start with something small. And so one of those things is this year, I've really made a point to bring my own lunch to work. And if I don't have time for lunches, I found some like healthy-ish options of like frozen lunches that I can keep in the freezer at work. And then it's there, I have it, I'm saving money, it's healthier, it's better for me. It's making sure that we're eating all of our leftovers instead of them going to waste. Mm -hmm. So it's benefiting our family in multiple ways. So thank you so much. But we do have a few questions that we ask all of our guests at the end of an episode. First, what are you guys binging lately? Netflix. Yeah. Netflix, reading, TV, what are you binging? Bachelor, I don't know, whatever you're into. I am a, I'm a huge Bachelor fan. So we yeah, do. me too, me too. We have to chat. We have to chat later. I did read so Oh my God, freaking Barbara. I can't get over Barbara. I was just I was just reading all the little, you know, things on E! News and all those things. Because, I mean, Barb was something else. So it's she Barb. <laughs> I haven't watched the season yet. I need to catch up. And this is Peter, right? The hot one yeah. from uh, uh, Hannah. So extra, I can't take her. Like, literally, I was sitting on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, this is like a train wreck. I'm loving it. And the whole ca- time, the camera zoomed in <laughs> on my face, and it was like a disaster. I mean, I, <laughs> anyway, we have to move on. But <laughs> we have to talk. I did stay up until nine o'clock that night because I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) wild woman, wild woman. We have to to catch up on this because I've been dying to talk to somebody about it and nobody watches at work. I talk to my husband and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. My daughter, she always, she, she gets tired of it. And she's like, I've already Googled what happens or whatever. And she said, this is the first time that no one knows what's happening. I bet Barbara knows. No, I always know because I always go on Reality Steve before. I know started. Reality Steve didn't have any information this time because I, I go on Reality Steve too because I don't actually like have the patience to watch the show, so I just I get my info patient. from I him. Get very emotionally attached, and then I feel like I'm <laughs> broken up. Actually, like pathetic. <laughs> so I have to know what's going to happen before it happens. Otherwise, I'll like have a complete meltdown. 
so anyway, moving on. Other Jamie, what are you binging? <laughs> I watched was The Pharmacist. I don't know if y'all watched that. Oh, that was good. Oh, it's on Netflix. So that hit pretty close to home because that's the, these are the kind of patients that we was take the care last of and people that we, um, you know, in our area. So it's pretty, yeah, it was pretty it's crazy. crazy. But. And then another question we always ask, are you Mac or Miller? Oh, Miller, 100%. Amen. Yes. Damn yeah. it, I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm really outnumbered. A little more, you know. No, the like- only time I use a Mac is if I got the Gladscope. That's it. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Wait, I love that you guys are total like yin and yang. One of them is wearing white. One uh-huh. is wearing black. They each have their hair pulled to the like, opposite side. So when they look oh, at you are. <laughs> Half a person straight down the middle, like perfect. Oh. I love. It. We need to I see love the picture. So, I do know. you guys have any good mom hacks for us? Because you're you're busy, you're getting up early, you're getting the kids out the door quickly. Like, how do you how do you do this? Well, for me, my my big deal is I can say this now because my daughter's 22 and about to go to med school. <laughs> you know, and my our deal was always making her see me work hard for everything that I've ever done. She saw me go through, well, she was a baby when I graduated uh, nursing school, but then I got my bachelor's after that. She saw me go through anesthesia school. She saw me struggle and study. And um, I think that really, you know, put like ingrained a lot in her as far as, you know, you have to work hard for things you want. So, you know, I don't, I don't have the little kid and deal with all that now anymore, but she saw me work in nights, you know, the entire time that she was, you know, in elementary school and stuff. I don't know when I was working as a nurse. So she just, they really learned the value of hard work and where that can get you in life. So I think that's my big mom. Hack. See, and Macy is almost five and every night we do the grat- a gratitude list. So I make her tell me three things she's grateful for because oh. you know, she hasn't had to struggle, you know, our lives are completely her different. Her childhood is a lot different than my childhood. Like she'll never know the struggles that I went mm-hmm. through when we were little, you know, single mom and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, and just trying to make her realize, like, you know, to be grateful for what she has. So, I don't know. She's she's pretty lucky, you know. Michael and I both are CRNAs. And, you know, financially, we, we do okay. So, but. Um, she gets to do a lot, like, go skiing. We just, yeah, <laughs> we, we just got back from going skiing. That's why I tell her I never got to go skiing. I don't, I, I just, I tried to take a ski lesson and I run into the slow sign. I'm done done over this. No skiing for mommy. So y'all have fun. I'm going to go drink wine and get a jacuzzi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've never gone skiing. Well, I have, but way too long. Not time to restart now, but guys, we want to, we, I'm like so sad to wrap this up because I can talk to you guys forever, but our producer's going to hate us. And I want to thank you guys, first of all, so much for coming on with us. I totally stalked the crap out of you on social. And I'm so glad that I did because our moms are going to love this. And I thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability and your journey with us because you totally started from the bottom and now you're here. And we love talking to you. We love all of your tips, your hacks, your lifestyle that everybody can incorporate. And um, I hope our listeners enjoyed this. You guys can follow us at Hey Smart Mamas on Instagram. You can find us at Scrub Cups and Sippy Cups on Facebook, Hey Smart Mamas on Twitter. And please rate, review, like us, share us, subscribe, and tell us what you want to hear. If you want more of fitness and diet, I'm sure we can have the Balancing Fit Moms back. But um, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Well, and Jamie's, uh, where can our listeners follow you? balancing.fit on Instagram. On Instagram. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thanks, Scott. All right. Bye. Bye.